Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to Cook Speak. Uh, I'm still Chef Tom Toten. It is Sunday, October 4th, we'll say, day before Mario's birthday. So that's a good way to remember it. Uh, and happy birthday tomorrow, Mario. Uh, I'm still Chef Tom Toten. It's the Cook Speak podcast here at the Pittsburgh Public Market. And I am with my old buddy, blogger, uh, comic, uh, all-around good guy, Pittsburgh sports fan, Pittsburgher, uh, the guy shows up more places than Forrest Gump, I, I think. Uh, and it is uh, John Chamberlain here from uh, com. Uh, how's it going, John? I'm good, Tom. Thank you. Thanks for having me as a guest today. And uh, yeah, I guess uh, all those places I do show up, but I'm, I don't think I'm ever actually invited. It's usually some kind of like... Oh, a, you don't need to be invited. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you know, you, you kind of just invited yourself today, which, which is always, always welcome. You know that. And, I, and your credits, when I look at your credits, I forgot to mention you you are only the second recipient of the hallowed Cook Speak Pierogi and Hoagie Award. I'll tell you. Which you, have, which you returned today. Yeah, I, I returned it's it. minimal damage. Yeah, and I have to no. tell you, I felt like maybe, you know, when when, when I took it home, I should, we should have done like a rental car thing where we walked around <laughs> and checked off the den. Well, I did that. Oh, and, yeah, you were and, in that uh, room or something. It's <laughs> a walk around, yeah. yeah. So my Catholic guilt will allow me to, you know, forces me to stay. There was one... Nick on there, but I think there's one Nick on there from me. One before, but, you know, my cat's like, I can't admit, I don't know where it was, but I can tell you that it was out of my sight at one point when Phil Bork took it to Mario's house. Oh, that might have been. And uh, all I know is I didn't see it for a week, and Phil said he had to take it to Tiffany's to get replaced. <laughs> is that right? Or to get repaired. Classy. Yeah. Classy so, I mean, Phil knows about the hardware, sir. Yeah. yeah. And I believe you're correct. There, there, there was a Nick on here, because I see 666 right underneath that. So uh, as we do the hot chocolate, <laughs> but uh, that's for all you older uh, listeners out there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pennsylvania scandal from years gone by that we all enjoy so much. But uh, yeah, John's here today to talk. Uh, a lot of things I, I want to kind of uh, toss your way. Uh, there's so many things going on now. I mean, there's so many, uh, so much sports news, certainly. The Steelers playing Thursday night. The Pirates having to win today pretty much to uh, get home field in the wild card game to go in the Jake Carrier edible basically on Wednesday, whether it's here in Pittsburgh, hopefully, or in Chicago. And no Steeler game today, of course, and a new kicker. And uh, you want to jump in on any other Penguins start there? The Penguins start yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Forget about our I mean, uh, Yeah. And, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's an exciting time. I, I don't know. I, I've got to just find a way to quit a job and, and uh, cash in on my uh, Powerball 501k, and <laughs> yeah. uh, so that I can get all these things. And beer doing them all too. Yeah. So, yeah. So I mean, I think it's 
It was funny. Uh, we were at the Pirate game last night. Oh, with AJ's AJ last huh? game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I watched this AJ's game. last game. So it was sad. It was cool how the, man, how the fans treated him. And, oh, that was and, uh, But uh, sad to see they couldn't. He didn't win, and the Pirates didn't win. Would have been nice. But uh, but you know, it was still an exciting night. But the funny part is, is when they, you know, the fans, the Pittsburgh fans, when they don't like to look out, <laughs> they uh, they put up on the scoreboard just that. Uh, Scobie had been let go by the Steelers. I think oh, the roar they? was louder than if Pedro would have hit a grand slam. Oh, is that right? I didn't know that. Oh, I missed yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so when they don't like you, you know. Yeah, I mean, that was, he had a rough night at the office the other night. And he had a pretty good career, mostly, you know, but you're not kicking at Florida anymore. And you, you got to make him. It's just yeah. with that. It's, yeah. uh, it's the way it is. And, uh, you know, wish him the best of luck. But, uh they hated him. It's not like they hated him. They turned on him faster than if you would have said something about my grandmother's promotion. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that's yeah. serious. Yeah. 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 That's when we always had them. But, uh, yeah, so A.J. Burnett, I mean, just a uh, terrific, terrific character. For, so, you know, a real baseball character, yeah. you know? Yeah. He, A.J. could never accuse of being boring, number one. Could never accuse of, of uh, phoning it in, right? I mean, anybody want to win more than A.J. Burnett, yeah. you know? Uh, Maybe Lambert back in the day, but uh, yeah, some people accused him of being toxic, and I don't think I think he was. Oh, he was got to push them. You know, and said, look, you got any up here? Everybody, right. it's it's man to man here. I'm loose. We're yeah. loose here, and I'm pissed, and yeah, it's got to stop. Right. You know, right. he needed someone to get mad at. Right. He, him, Russell Martin, guys like that, and of course, certainly Clint Hurdle. You know, a huge part of that. Yeah. And uh, until those guys came along, it was all I saw was loose. Yeah, exactly. He was just. You know, Annie up, guys. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So I liked it, and I was glad he came back. And you know, here I am sitting here at his last game, and I'm hearing today, he, you know, he's a potential first uh, first round Hall of Famer, and I'm thinking, Jesus, wow, I saw it. You know, he's now more about just not just that. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, he just passed on the all time list for strikeouts, Chris mm-hmm. Matheson, who is a Hall yeah. of Famer, certainly from what Babe Ruth era. Yeah. And uh, I mean, only so only like thirty guys have had more strikeouts than you, and over 100 years of baseball. That's that's pretty good. Good stuff. Yeah, pretty good, yeah. yeah. And they interviewed his kids last night on TV. Yeah. It was really good. Cool. like yeah. such nice kids. Yeah. They, they were talking to them. They were just terrific. You know? Yeah. So proud of their team. Yeah, the crowd gave them a crazy ovation when they came out to drop the first pitch together. Yeah. yeah. And I saw it. And he yeah. threw it to cuts. And he yeah. Walker, right? And he walked. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That's why when they, he got that ovation when he was walking off and everything. And then he came out. He came back. After that, because they were still going crazy. So I said to my wife, we're watching on TV. I said, that's why baseball is best. You know, mm-hmm. moments like that. Yeah, classy. Classy stuff. That's it. Uh, Steelers, of course, as you said, had a rough night. Uh, you know, you, let's face it. You, you lose your starting quarterback, your superstar quarterback for four to six games. It's going to be rough sailing no matter who you have as a backup or whatever. But uh, Antonio Brown still has to catch that pass at the end zone. Yeah. And uh, you got to make the kicks. Uh, division team, especially Baltimore, I don't care who they have on that team. If you don't put them away, you're gonna, you're in trouble, right? They literally had him down. Couldn't put the couldn't put the foot on the neck. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, really, just right. to, just to, and you know, whatever everybody says about Michael Vick or whatever, you know, I mean, he he did what he needed to do in a short week. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, they just weren't there. And God, I think that you know, if it was flying football, we probably would have won the second half. The Steelers tackling just uh, yeah. It's, you know, well, didn't that force set the running back from Baltimore? How many yards did he have? He got over 100. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, you can't you can't have that either. And early, his first two games, like, he got stuffed pretty good. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think as Steeler fans, we have to decide that uh, we got to learn to be average for a little bit for a couple of years here until we get this thing turned around. Yeah. That's a tough That's a tough enough to swallow because, you know, around and we're pretty cocky. Yeah, <laughs> we're pretty cocky. Used to winning. It's yeah. Record, and, uh, but every, most teams go through it who aren't cheaters. Sorry. <laughs> the NFL oh, I, through, go through it. <laughs> I know I'm going to regret that. But <laughs> what could I say? That gene hasn't been removed yet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, most teams have that down period where you're down for a year or two or whatever, and so you fix the defense or whatever. And, of course, the transition with LeBeau to a new defensive coordinator. And let's face it, uh, I always forget his name, but the new D coordinator. Yeah, I actually don't know. Uh, yeah, I forget his name, but I'm sure he's a, a good citizen. <laughs> but let's face it, the cover's kind of fair there. What do you so we'll see. Yeah, I think that's it. You know, LeBeau was a master. And, uh, you know, could maybe make a little something out of a pile of mud. But, you know, and I realize there, there's some continuity there with, you know, he worked with, you know, Coach LeBeau. But still, when you don't have the talent there, you, yeah, know, you got to have the horses. Yeah. Right. right now, they're, they're a little bit thin there. And then, of course, you know, with, with injuries, like, uh, of course, losing Ben, that's, that's self-explanatory right there. You lose your superstar quarterback. And it's going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to hurt. So next week is, I think it's Monday night. San Diego, in it's, San Diego. Yeah. So it's yeah. Are you going to the game? I mean, you typically take the, the team plane. The team plane? Yeah. No, I'm no longer invited. Oh, really? The team plane, yeah. Oh, my God. No no more invitations on the team plane. It must have been the Chelsea talent they didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the problem was the Jello salad was being carried on the plane by Jeff Reed. So, <laughs> so that was not the best decision on my part for menu selection or – uh, <laughs> traveling companion, yeah. companion select. So. <laughs> I think if it was Jeffrey, he would have wanted to be Jello shot salad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't have any objections to that. I like at all. Um, but oh, before we forget, I also wanted wanted you to mention about uh, who's appearing at the Pittsburgh Improv this weekend. Yeah, well, uh, uh, my son will beat me around the head, neck, and face because he hates when I say this. But you know, I'm proud of him. My son has uh, been. Uh, Emceeing, opening for uh, my son Colin, has been uh, opening and emceeing at Pittsburgh Improv this weekend for Owen Benjamin and uh, local comedian Sean Collier. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, so uh, as we're recording this tonight, it's their last night. And uh, actually, it's a really good show, Owen Benjamin, from the TV show Solomon and Son. Right. What's really interesting is the guy, he plays kind of a knucklehead on the show. And uh, he's brilliant. He's brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's so smart. He has two PhD level parents, and he's so smart. I mean, oh man, yeah. So, you know, you could tell that kind of Dennis Miller level kind of intelligence kind of thing. No, that's where God Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so uh, it's a problem. You can get my son is, I think, uh, ColinComedy.com. He's a successful graduate of Pitt University with a with the yeah, high honors, uh, yeah, with high honors, and basically running around being a stand-up comedian. <laughs> and he's really uh, he's young. He's only what twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. And he already has some pretty good credits. I mean, he works. He really yeah. appears all over town. I've been like yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been very. See, he gets invited. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I just barge in. But uh, no, I mean, every time he. Every time he performs with someone, that someone then turns around and says, uh, you know, hey, why don't you open for me here or there? You know, 
matter of fact, John Knight. John Knight. He and John Knight will be performing together coming up in the first weekend of uh, November at the Oaks Theater up in uh, Oh, in Oakland. Oh, awesome. It's a beautiful. We did it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great facility. And the Oakland Bakery is all stuff there, so, I mean, how can you go wrong? Oh, did it really? Yeah, they own the same people. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you can go there and watch comedy and spit Oakland. Bakery donuts on your nose. Cupcake comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Cupcake comedy door. Oh, well, that's tremendous. Yeah, so the improv, you know, it's, and that, that's venue. One of my favorite venues. I've been there a million times. Seen a lot of good comics there, and there's three good ones there tonight. So check that out, please. And it's it's a small, tight room, and the, yeah. the laughs just come right at you. And it's just it's just terrific. It's, it's a great place to go. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what's been happening with you? Like, uh, with me, I'm uh, working, you know, still cooking. Um, uh, maybe I'll line up a few cooking demos here in the fall with all the fall vegetables and uh, uh, with the squash and uh, kind of parsnips and carrots and uh, all the good stuff, all that, you know, I'm going to do some of that. Uh, maybe here at the market, maybe around town. You know, people can invite me to do that, too, you know. I also want to mention about, uh, you see, uh, Tasha Egan, our friend Tasha Egan has, has a thing going now with the um, – with the food, uh, with the dinner. Are you familiar? I saw that. She uh, she said, I'm not familiar with the specifics, but she started some type of food blogger group where mm-hmm. they go around town and uh, dinner around, yeah. around town. And, uh, yeah. The third 23rd, I think, the first one. Yep. And I, I will tell you that, that so um, I know he won't say this, so I'm going to say we went and had an excellent dinner prepared by Chef Tom. At uh, oh. at the Livermore. Oh, that's right. Oh, my yeah. God. That right. Was Thank you. I forgot about uh, John Knight and John Asha and Asha came out. Looked like what? you had a good crowd. And, uh, yeah, it was. Good crowd. Yeah, it was fantastic. You know, uh, just. Thank you so uh, much. That was so much fun to do. And then the Livermore folks were really great. Chef Justin's an owner, Chef Justin Steele, and the staff there was great. And uh, great friends like you showed up. You, John, and Tasha, and my buddy from the PG, uh, Sam Bennett, showed up. Uh, yeah, it was just a blast doing it. And yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Liked it. I mean, I don't know what it takes there, but I mean, I, I have an ATM card. And if you want to come over and prepare this tonight at my house, oh, yeah, great. I mean, because I basically got nothing in the refrigerator. <laughs> some leftover spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I have 20 bucks. I don't know if that, if that cuts it or not. 20 bucks is a start. Yeah. Just start. <laughs> Sorry for, for the uh, the entrance fee. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite thing to prepare? Like junk food, like wings. I mean, I prepare at home or yeah, you know, just yeah. If you were, if you had said, I want to prepare this for myself. Oh, okay. What would what would be your? Well, I'd like to uh, put a twist on what most people would call, I guess, comfort foods like pierogies. Like I grew up, uh, my dad's family Eastern European. You know, on Sunday was. A looky day and pierogi day. A lot of mostly um, you go to grandma's house and grandma would make it. You just smell the the big roasting pan as like everybody's grandma in town had. It was, you know, either the Polish kielbasa and sauerkraut or the pierogies or the stuffed cabbage. And, and, and look, we call it a looky. And but like the other night, I made some uh, pierogies. I had some uh, had some broccoli and cheddar, right? And so I, I boiled them up a little bit, seared them, and put them with some. Onions, of course, uh, onions, uh, seasoned with a little cumin and thyme, and I and I seared off some pieces of uh, some turkey kielbasa to go with the pierogies and the onions and the pierogies filled with the uh, broccoli and cheddar. And uh, wow. a little bit of butter, a yeah. bit of butter in that, uh, salt and pepper, of course. And, man, it was good. So you got your um, 
uh, your starch from your pierogies and your I got your broccoli and the nice uh, turkey uh, kibasi with that. Just a little twist on that. Oh, look on a bed of spinach. Wow, and it was it was good. Yeah, really good. That sounds wonderful. And I like to make pizza too. I like to make different types of pizza okay. too. You know, big fan. Are of you pizza. a pineapple kind of pizza guy? I've had, pizza, I've had pineapple on pizza and loved it. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, years ago, there was a place in Shadyside. Uh, there was the Balcony in Shadyside. It was a jazz club, and downstairs they opened a little pizza place. It was called the Grand Slammers, and they just had these crazy pizzas. It's like twenty years ago, and they would have like shrimp and pineapple. Like, but what they would do, they would caramelize the pineapple or grill it. And so you would get that nice crunchiness on the outside of the pineapple pizza, and the sweet pineapple on the inside. And it was really good. Kind of like pineapple and ham on a pizza. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. salty and sweet, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I like, you know, about any kind of pizza. But I like to – it's a good way to get rid of some stuff in your fridge, too, at home. Or if you have odds and ends hanging out. I like an omelet or yeah. a stir-fry or pasta. So it's a good way to clean out the fridge, too. I have to apologize because – so <clears throat> to, last Saturday, I – decided to make uh these Italian cookies. And uh and so they're like a they're a labor of love because they are an S O B to bake. Oh is that they right? are a tough cookie. First of all I'm not a baker. And when I bake yeah, you know bake it's not the house. I need a fire to wash down the kitchen But Yeah. So um anyways but a friend of mine used to make these little chocolate drop Italian cookies but they're they're not chocolate, they're they're chocolate with clove and allspice, oh, and so. cinnamon, and all these and they old butter ice cream and everything. And uh, so I could, I baked them last year for the first time in December for a, a blogger cookie event. And I during the during it, I actually burned up my hand mixer. Right. So so and I broke two spatulas. <laughs> so anyways, it all came out okay. And I gave them to the woman who used to make them for me because she's older and really they they they're a labor of love. Believe me, they're forever and uh, it's an all day thing yeah. anyways so i met another woman who made me uh, a friend of mine whose mom is older as well in italian she made a bunch of calzones and pizzas and soup uh-huh. for us one sunday and i said you know what she told me she liked these cookies we were talking about it. she said i love those cookies but i can't make them anymore so last saturday i decided to make these cookies oh, wow. and uh i have now turned up two hand mixers I mean, literally standing there mixing oh, it, and man. you smell it, you yeah, smell it and, and, and oh, the smoke. Man. But I think the smoke was good for the cookies and added the flavor. And uh, and I didn't break any spatulas, but uh, they turned out really good. And I, I feel terrible because literally today, before we texted back and forth, I was dunking the last cookies into a mug of milk. And I could have brought you some had I known. Oh, well, that's all right. Next time. But I have to tell you that, uh, yeah, and then, the 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 recipe makes I got thirty dozen of cookies out of it. Thirty dozen. Thirty dozen, and every week can happen. You know? family. And I'm like, well, yeah, he's yeah. a lot of exactly. And I'm like, people are like, you can happen. I go, no way. There's no way because if I'm getting this dirty, I mean, I'm elbow deep in this stuff. It's like driving a ditch. I'm making thirty dozen. I'm a lot here. <laughs> so, anyways, I feel bad. But next time, I will make sure. That you get included in the cookie, oh, okay. in the cookie disbursement process. I see. Well, so. not to make you feel too bad, but I, I brought new cookies, John. Oh, I don't know. There's some people just are, are givers, and we know who the rest of you are. But thank you very much, though, for my uh, another Jagoff shirt. You gave me one of the, uh, the other ones. Yeah. 
don't look at them. Don't uh, keep calm. Keep going. Right? Keep calm. Keep calm. Don't yeah. be a jagger. This is just right to it. This, this is right to it. This, is, this awesome. is actually our vintage shirt. This was our second run T-shirt that I ever did on the blog, and it actually oh, really? did really well. And I had some left over. Not that I'm giving you a leftover, no, 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 but I'm like, geez, I don't even have a cookie to take this guy. Yeah. And uh, so, so what are these? These are, uh, I think they're called Canadian maple. I think they're maple. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I, I get them from Trader Joe's, right? And uh, they're really good. They're, you know, cream filled type thing. And it does have a little maple in the, yeah, tastes like maple in the, the cookie itself. So, yeah, check those out whenever, you know. All right, cool. Oh, geez, no, I yeah, so, but, you know, I didn't break any mixers or anything. Just, just <laughs> opened the bottle. And, uh, I was surprised I was able to do that this morning. Okay. I know, we worked a little over yesterday, like two whole hours more than oh, man. planned. So, uh, but like, we're working in restaurants. So that would have been, like, you know, nothing. You know? But uh, now I'm just used to working a regular eight-hour shift and everything. So it's great. I got two more hours, and it all worked out. And got to see the bucko again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so now this is fall. Is this, like, a good time of year for you? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or what, what, what's your favorite time of year? My favorite time of year is any time without snow. <laughs> uh, nobody whines like me when it comes to the cold. Is one thing, but the snow is just straight from the devil. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I love fall. I mean, love summer, summer cross. Spring is is my favorite. My definitely my favorite uh, season. You know, that's work because it's right after winter. I mean, that is why. And my birthday is May fifth. Think of the mile. My birthday's oh, in May, yeah. and it's just rebirth, and then you just go out, wash your car, go to baseball starts. Spring is definitely my favorite, uh, but I uh, love fall. I mean, football, hockey, uh, the cooking, like working in a kitchen, you know, you roast and uh, butternut squash and sweet potato, sweet potato soup, butternut squash soup, uh, roasted vegetables, stuff like that, and you're not going to have a 98-degree day outside and Sweating like crazy in the kitchen. Those days are gone. Yeah. So you, when I go to work, you get seven, eight in the morning. I'm right on a beautiful LaRose campus in North Hills. You get the nice cool air and we open the windows in the kitchen. It's just great. It's just awesome. Love it. Uh, but yes, fall is, is, is a great, great time. Are you a big fan of fall? Yeah, I, I, yeah, fall's okay. I think I'm a spring kind of guy. I, like, I should be a fall or winter kind of guy because I like hockey. Hockey's my favorite sport, you know, but. But, uh, you know, spring brings around the playoffs and the important part of hockey and stuff like that. So, but from a weather standpoint, you know, I'm starting to border on that. I, you know, if it snows, then just could just snow not on the street. If it snows, it's on my grass. <laughs> it's like a rage. You know? that, that would be tremendous. <laughs> I would buy that problem. I love to look out and uh, oh, look how nice it looks, you know. And then you have to go and then, it, you know, it gets, I think the worst part is when it's cold and rainy. Like, and it's uh, running down your back. Yeah, that's and, and, your neck. and I get that raw. It was kind of like the other day. Yeah. It was like yesterday, the day before, it was kind of like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, but when it was like 38 one. degrees or something, I was like, yeah. yeah. See, I would think you'd like winter because I've seen you when you're Tom Brady up both boots and you're in your fur coat and you're Russian hats. And you're, like, you're, you're, very, you're very chic when you dress up. I just don't like to flaunt like, <laughs> like some people, you know. Uh, I uh, will look cool though in your jack-off shirt and my up boots. So yeah, there you that'll, go. Be, that'll be a nice ensemble, as they, as they say in the magazines. I've uh, sent those shirts out to a limited number of people. One person sent back a shirt. Oh, unlimited. No, and I'm right. <laughs> I'm totally limited. So I'm the right. <laughs> <laughs> it's my shirt. It's made for me, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. 
talking about. No, I said, I, and, and someone sent me a picture back of himself in one of my shirts with a thong on. And uh, it was fantastic. I don't know, that was a 350-pound guy. <laughs> so, you know. I did yeah, not know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're saying if he could drop a few pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's hilarious. Uh, uh, but there's no obligation of, for you to send back a picture of yourself in, in the phone. I, no, 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 I would prefer you did. I was assuming. Yeah. Hey, uh, let's talk about all this talk about, of course, the wild card game coming up. Yes. Whether it is here or Chicago, Pirates in the playoffs again, <clears throat> third year in a row. I mean, fantastic. This Arietta guy, we're here, you know, we're hearing a lot about him. Uh, I saw him pitch. Matter of fact, did you ever see him pitch uh, person? Not in person. No. Was lucky enough. Uh, my brother Jim gave me and my nephew Michael ticket for uh, the game here in Pittsburgh when it would happen to be Jay Happ's first start as a pirate, mm. which did not go well. Go well. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, this guy, I don't know, I don't think it's going to work out or whatever, you know. And then of course, look how Jay Happ turned around, and now he's one of their best pitchers. His, yeah. his ERA is like a little over two, I think. It's just incredible. To be at six and two records, just terrific. Now Arietta. For the Cubs, just an incredible year, really. He's just been amazing. I think they said that his last, what, four or five starts, his ERA is 0. 0.44 or something. So less than half a run a game he's been giving up. And, but we have Jared Colgo. Yeah. So what do you think? I mean, there's a lot of gloom and doom talk. But I don't know. I think it's going to be a good game. You know, my concern is not that Garrett Cole wouldn't have a good game. My concern is that somewhere along the way we find our fumbly thumbs in the big oh, yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. I was listening on the way in here, and I think Kutch and it's Malongo are the only two pirates that have a reasonable bat and average against him. And, uh, and everybody else is. I mean, you know, last night's game against the Reds, you know, Kutch goes 0, 0 for 4. You know, yeah. the complaint maybe AJ gave up, you know, runs early, but the fact is, we're not going to win any games by getting one run. Right? Yeah, right. And so right now in this wild card game, it may be that you win this game with one run. You know, because I can see that. Yeah. it's very going to be. Yeah. But my my biggest concern right now is that Garrett Cole is going to go out there and just crush them. And I just we just hope that the gloves are there and everybody's thinking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think it's just one of those games. I mean, it's horrible to think we have such a great record. And, we could go down and play one game again yeah. like last year. But but we have different tools in place this year to make it different. But, uh, Your I don't point know. is well made, I think, because you mentioned the defense, which is certainly a concern, and the other fundamental baseball mistakes that they just keep making, especially with the base running, throwing to the wrong bases. Uh, I, I just don't understand it. I mean, I, I remember ever seeing a team that has this many wins, what, 97 wins over the yeah. game, which I think tied the 91 Pirates, and pretty much is the same record as like the 72 Pirates, 71 Pirates, which were, of course, the great teams. But I've a team that has won almost 100 games now that still keeps making fundamental mistakes with base running and throwing to the wrong base and just boneheaded plays. Yeah, yeah. It's just amazing. Yeah, so that's that's the thing, you know. Talking about teams' mental mental capacity. I mean, that's you know, I, I think that's the issue right there is how focused are they going to be? Hopefully, yeah. they can focus. That's the, that's a good word that for one focus, game. Yeah, just just it's, it's every every detail. Has and you to be don't. There. How often do you see the Cardinals make mistakes right. like that? Very <laughs> seldom. Colt right. Wong did in one of the games last week. All right, he made a bit of a boneheaded play. 
uh, but then he still won that game. You know, but they don't make them too often. And the yeah. Cardinals, I, I got to give those guys credit. I mean, they won a hundred games. I was there at the night they did it, the Milani eleven to one game, the Grand Slam and the Philly Hayward the whole deal. But they had so many injuries this year, the Cardinals, major injuries, Wainwright, and the first baseman, Matt Adams, and, and now Molina, and the outfielder, a holiday. They've had major injuries for long periods of time, and they still went up yeah. their game. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you have to get your cap to be yeah, that's that. They're a machine. It's a machine. That's How many would they have won if those guys were healthy? All yeah. Time? Would they win 115? Uh, it's just incredible. Yeah, so... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm all in. I'm, a, I'm on the bandwagon. I'm just crossing, kind of crossing my fingers. Yeah. Lighting candles to the Virgin Mary and whatever else, you know. <laughs> Wearing your favorite Lambert shirt. I don't even know what, whatever, whatever, whatever the tradition is. I know. Do it. Yeah. You know, don't wash your Fomente shirt the night before. I don't know what, right. no matter how bad you smell it. Or... But, hey, any 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 playoff baseball after the 20 years that we had, yeah. I'll take my chance. You know, yeah. and I'll, and I'll, we got... Garrett Colborn, I'll take my chance with that kid any day. Yeah. He is a tiger, man. He he is just fierce. And he hates to lose, and I think he's not a jolly game. So would you play Pedro or not? That's, that's a great, great question. Um, I don't think I would. I, I really don't. Because I, I, I don't think I can say on one hand, well, you know, the errors in the small ball and the fundamentals are not doing it. He's just had too many of these things. Where he's even, how many how many uh, pickoff throws has he missed this year? Seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't do it. I mean, I would cheat Pedro for, okay, uh, uh, so you got him as a pitcher. Let's like, say so you are behind by one runner. You need a three-run homer. I'll take my shot with Pedro right there. Uh, but, no, I would not I would not put him uh, at first. Yeah, see, and I was listening to some, you know, some good points about it are, you know, you might win by one run. You might need that one hit. Yeah. If he can get you that one hit, you I, might win the game. I get that. But, I, man, I could almost see – I don't know. I don't know baseball that much to know how much you can target a player, but I got to tell you, if he's out there on first base, you got to be taking their thing, hit a line drive towards first base, and pop up his head, and gloves and everything else. <laughs> and, Anywhere you know, near him. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree. But so, he just scares me too much in the field, and especially in, in the playoffs, when all those plays are just yeah. just magnified. Yeah. And yeah, I couldn't do it. I and uh, give myself. Aramis Ramirez, I look at him as like the Jerome Bettis story at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good, good one for him. You know, he's going out. You want to go out with a bang, you know, get something to at least get to the World Series or something. Yeah, he was a cup for a long time, so we yeah. know he never won anything. Yeah, right. Yeah. He went to the Brewers. <laughs> he had to be teammates with Ryan Braun, and what could be worse than that? Yeah, right. Yeah, so, uh, so, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it's all, all good things from – I guess we'll see. I don't know. I just hope it's in Pittsburgh so we can get out yeah, there yeah. and just have a good party. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. The local restaurants and yeah. cab drivers and, and everybody, you know, it helps our economy. Uh, yeah. And uh, for our fans mostly, you know, to uh, get one more, at least one more chance to cheer the team. And just to be there in that park. I was there, like I told you, Wednesday night, and it, it didn't work out. It's the second end of the doubleheader. But just to be there for me was so much fun. I could sit there without a game being put on. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just such a it's, – it's weird because, as we know, the park's only 15 years old, but it seems to me like it's been there forever. Yeah. You know, it just has that that vibe about it. And, and when the crowds get in there, and you see the kids. The kids, to me, are, are, are so much fun to watch the game. Even on TV, you see the kids with all their buckos. Yeah. Right. Families. 
and it is just such a such a fun place to be. And you see the skyline. It's just a blast. It's unbelievable. Hey, I have an important question, and I don't know that yeah. you know this or not. So maybe we should take time to have your staff of those 15 people behind the glass over there record, uh, Google this or whatever. But they're behind the glass um, for a damn <laughs> They're clawing to get out. <laughs> like, what ever happened to the little carts that brought people out of the bull, brought pictures out of the bullpen? <laughs> That's right. You are old enough to remember that. That's right. <laughs> whatever. I mean, I Can love you believe that. I, love, I know. It's, it's so that. funny. It's like so country club. Yeah. You know, I, I love, love the dark news run. You know, when oh, yeah. the news, I, I love it when they show it on TV. But right. what happened? I was just saying, last night, what happened to those my, my guess is, is that when they, in the days when they did that, it was mostly in stadiums like River Stadium, which was the artificial turf and everything. So if those guys were like, yeah, go ahead, it's a carpet, just ride it around on the carpet. You know, we do with all the fixing it and everything. But now you have all these old school parks with real grass and which they, mm. you know, they, they treat like, like, Pieces of the Vatican or something. You can you can understand because hey, those guys work hard on those fields and, and the fields are beautiful. You know, uh, Camden Yards and PNC Park and these places. And I, my guess is a, a lot of it probably has to do something a lot to do with that. Is that if I'm the grounds crew, guy, no, you're not driving that thing on my uh, on my grass or on my field. No, I, I'm guessing that's probably yeah. part of it. Yeah. But yeah, they used to do that for our younger listeners out there. Both of you. They would. The relief pitch would come in on a golf cart, and I remember, like in our '71 World Series, they had like a pirate cap was like yeah. the, the roof of the exactly. Baltimore was uh, cap was the roof <laughs> of their golf cart when their reliever came in. You know, say so, hey, send a send a golf cart for Dave Jesse and Ramon Hernandez, you know, <laughs> Enrique Romo. <laughs> and instead of a walk up song, if they did that again, instead of a walk up song, they could do like you know have a 808 bass player, you know, in in you know. Doing loud bass, and, oh, and they can awesome. be leaning as they're driving out. <laughs> you know, if they have a drive up, yeah, yeah, I like that. Would be good. I like that. Yeah, because they have the walk-up music for you know different places. Yeah, right? they could have spinners on the upcats, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. jazz it up a little. Bit. Yeah, I think so. But well, speaking of walk-up music for, for players. I, I never get tired of, of Cervelli's. I'm with you. Steve I'm with Martin. You. Yeah. I just start laughing yeah. every time I hear that. It's the coolest thing. Yeah. I was always a big Dean Martin fan anyway, but I don't, I don't even know why it fits. Yeah. It, it just does. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, now, did you see when they did what they did with the superhero costume? Yeah. <laughs> Cervelli looked exactly like Clark. The real it was Clark. Super, super yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. He had a little curl on his forehead. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah, they they tweeted a lot of pictures. Of, yeah. They were flying, I think, from L.A. after they just beat the Dodgers to Colorado, Colorado I yeah. believe, right? Yeah. I, I think it was for charity or something. Yeah, it was a raising awareness for having yeah, talented yeah. superheroes. Yeah. yeah, that was just such a cool thing. And I'm glad it was a game after they won a game. Yeah. It would be kind of kind of weird, you know, after you lose like 11-1 to 1, like you did the other night. <laughs> and you say, yeah, I'm going to dress like uh, Flash yeah. Gordon here. That reminds me of the first time I met you. And then I thought, when I saw your biceps, I thought you had a superhero costume on. <laughs> like, jeez. That happens a lot. I'm like, is that in, is that just Kleenex is built, you know, stuck in his shirt? And I'm like, no, he worked out. Next time I'll have to wear the long sleeve shirt, though. Yeah. <laughs> It'll work better. The tape kind of looked a little, a little funny. A little funny. But it beats the tape, I just stayed. So that's definitely better. Yeah, I would have. That's how I got to, you know, just thinking like that, John. That's how I got to develop such a prestigious award that you were only the second winner of the Cook's Big Pierogi and Hoagie Award. So uh, you you had fun with the award, I know, when you were, when you were awarded. I shouldn't say you, you didn't enter a raffle. When you were, were talking around town, it was Open Streets, Pittsburgh. It was yeah. May, I believe. 
Yeah, I, I took it around town, and uh, I, I I took it to um, I took it to I you know have a book, and uh, and I took it to a, a book fest in Beaver County, and I sat it right on the corner, and it was literally the topic of conversation. Okay, and, uh, yeah, we were like, wow, what is that? I'm like, what do you mean, what is that? How stupid can you be? Like, how can you live in within a hundred miles of Western Pennsylvania and not know what the Tom Cook Pierogi Hoagie? I mean, Whoever Tom Cook is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom, Tom the Cook. <laughs> I hear he's good, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, there, were, there was actually one point where there were some bug-like people. I noticed them hanging around the thing, trying mm-hmm. to eye it up. The blank. And I thought they were trying to steal the my blank. book. Yeah, blank. Yeah, I yeah. So I thought they were trying to steal my book, and yeah, they were trying to steal your award. So about um, the prize? Yeah, yeah. So, but the coolest part was when I took it to dinner at my parents' house, and I sat in, in the middle of the table, and my mom said, what the hell did that get that off the table? It's time for dinner. You know, that's all she had to say about it. I don't know. She, she doesn't understand it. Uh, I see. And uh, like I said, it was weird. You know, Phil Bork asked if he could borrow it. I said, look, I know you broke Marriott and Stanley Cup and Marriott's fuel pool, so please be careful. That's when it kind of got out of my sight for like a week, and he said he had he had me pick it up at Tiffany's out at McNeck Road. At the, that's, um, that's pretty classy. At the Rossport Mall because it had to be fixed. So I, I don't know what he did to it, but it's it, it, refurbished. It, yeah, yeah, you know. So. We'll say refurbished so I can charge more. Well, yeah, there you go. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, I take it around town. I took it over to PNC Park and, and I took it down to the point. And, uh, and uh, you know, every, the funniest thing was actually, this is actually true. The funniest thing was carrying that thing around on a business day, in a sunny business day around Pittsburgh, and I had that thing out in front of me, and people were at a double tape like as if I had two heads. You know, I don't know what they thought it was, you know, but uh, but in some, I actually had three people walking through the strip district. Three different people stopped me and go, what is that? And I told them, they go, well, congratulations. So, like, That's well, they should. I, I say. Like, this is a humanitarian award. I raised I don't know, five or six bucks, you know, oatmeal things to make these rocks. <laughs> Those oatmeal you put kids in the rocks, right? right? Yeah, I saw a telephone for them the other night. That was something. Glad you're helping uh, out. But, uh, you know, I mean, on my resume, I've put this, I, I, I'm so mad. I've actually written 27 or 30 letters to LinkedIn and say, this, the Pierogi Hoagie Award, should be a badge. You know how on LinkedIn you get, oh, like, just John yeah. for marketing or uh, or sales or whatever, I'm like, why is not the pierogi hope you were not there as a badge for LinkedIn? It's ridiculous. You make a good point. It's ridiculous. And I don't like the fact that you're not recognized that way. So whether you're Tom Cook or Tom Cook, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Tom Cook sounds like I, I run Apple or something, <laughs> um, which I, I probably couldn't do. Yeah. Maybe it's a part-time deal. run Apple, but that's not it. They probably, you know, at, at half the at half the salary part time. I'd be willing to discuss yeah. and negotiate a few things. Sure, sure, that's no problem. But you know, it's been a life changer, and let alone the first person who who you know the first recipient. Uh, we, I mean, right. you know, to know that he and this thing had been at the Needs Hotel, the Great Slim Fort, and and and, and and to know that he stood here and gave this to me. I mean, that was such a Geez, it was such a it was such a America's Got Talent like winner the voice. I mean, I felt like I had absolutely. Won. And Slim has such a, a 
elegant grace about him. The classy, yeah. like that old school country, uh, yeah. Johnny Cash yeah. and those, those type of guys. Yeah, he, you know, and uh, nicest guy, nicest guy in the world. But uh, yeah, so I'm mean, wow, I, I couldn't be more proud. So hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully the next recipient can can cherish it as much as the two of us. I know Slim. Slim, I talk to him. He's in like Beverly Hills Hotel, like three 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 weeks a month. And it's yeah. all basically, he says it's all because he, we would just flash that baby. Yeah, you know, so uh, just fly over. <laughs> yeah. That might have been. It. Yeah. That's at least we could get the police calling anyway. Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, we got the Penguins starting on Thursday night. Yeah. So they're in Dallas, I believe, right? For the first game in Dallas. That, oh, that's right. I, I think I, so. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure they started on the road, and I think it's Dallas. Uh, okay. Night. So that's probably an eight o'clock start. I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Like yeah, I would say. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, I haven't been called yet, but uh, I guess they probably have all the people that they need. And, oh yeah. Uh, you know, I always I offer my services on a regular basis every year. I send in my resume. I, I, send, know, in, uh, I send in YouTube videos of my skating drill. Oh yeah. And uh, my skating drill. <laughs> and I got the tide Yeah. I think getting the tide would be the first. Thing. Yeah, you know. So speaking of hockey, again, your connection. To the Hanson brothers, and everything. Yeah. Did you happen to see the game on NBC, uh, Johnstown? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see it. I'm sorry, I missed that. It, it was fantastic. And then I'll tell you what the funniest thing is: is to go to YouTube and search the Hanson brothers giving their pep talk to the Penguins. Huh. One of the funniest. Is that things. a different pregame? Is that what they showed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, so the Hansons were in their locker room talking about Corey Allen. <laughs> you know, giving the same pep talk they gave everybody in the movie Slap Shot. Uh, and you know, there's, you know. Probably none of the Penguins on the coach are old enough to even know what the oh, movie was about. But uh, you know, and but they're all sitting there, and it was the funniest thing. Oh, to see those guys, it's so funny to see those guys living it up. I mean, when you think about it, the Hansons were actually in that movie. I think a total of seventeen minutes, or oh, something that's like that. And you know, and, what a and yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. that's who you should have on this podcast, Dave. Oh, I love to. Oh, my God. He tells so many funny stories in that movie, <laughs> making that movie. Uh, one of my favorite stories, he, I have seen him present, and he has a book out, I think it's called Putting on the Boil or something like that. But he, you know, he really was uh, like a, a huge, and he's so, he's so stoic and docile now. It's just so funny. And, you know, and uh, he tells this story about how this guy came and checked him and whatever, some game. And the and the guy got up and said something, and it was in a foreign language. And Dave just turned around and beat the living crap out of him. <laughs> and as it turns out, the guy in his native language was apologizing. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, didn't see that coming. Yeah. So I mean, you know, those guys are just—it's so funny how they, they oh, still man. carry themselves to this day. Still. They do so many fundraisers. Uh, oh, I know. I think through the years, can't imagine how much money those guys yeah. have made. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'm excited hockey's up and running. But, you know, this is sort of lame hockey season. You go and you're entertained by the game, but I feel terrible. But, you know, it's sort of like that heroin addict. Well, not quite. <laughs> but, you know, you just need that big high when the playoffs come along. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, last year the Penguins started off. I mean, in October, if you, if you recall, yeah. they couldn't beat. They yeah, were incredible start. And Murray was and, yeah, and the power play and then all those injuries, whatever else happened, the whole thing. Because you had the new coach that. wanted to last. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but still, so, you know, you hope for an average start and a big finish this year. I guess is what you say. 
now. I don't know. Yeah, well, this kid Sprong, though, he's on the roster, right? Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah, because every time I would hear a radio update about last night's exhibition game, uh, his kid scored again and he scored again. Yeah. Wow. I mean, isn't he like 18 or something, right? Yeah. 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 Kind of like you know, Jordan Stahl was, a daughter and Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, you know. I think he's a winger, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah I'll tell you. I, for, for and I hope nobody figures out. I hope Sid and Bill Kessel are able to kind of get around. I think people are going to see through that after a while. You know, they're going to be able to It'll defend, be interesting to see how, yeah. But hopefully that opens somebody else up. You know, hopefully they don't just target pass. Hopefully they realize there's three other guys on the head. So. Yeah. And I think for now, what, Dupuis, I think, is the, the other winger. Right? Is that right? I, I think, I don't I mean. I, I know how some of these shows and the talks just can be caught up in, oh, this, this, this is the line, and right now it's the first line is this, second line is this. And I've always thought to you, that's just kind of, it doesn't make that much difference. There's always injuries. There's always people in slumps. So there's this line switches all the time. Yeah. So, you know, getting in big arguments about, oh, who should be with this, who should be with this guy and this guy. And it's like, hey, you know, most NHL coaches are like, well, We'll switch it up a little bit here and there. Yeah. So it's it's not written in stone. See, that's where I think I would play a role. They would put me on a fourth line. A fourth line? You know, like my skill, my puck handling skills are so bad, I could probably make my way down the ice because people would just be so flabbergasted not know how to figure it out. You know, <laughs> I fall on my knee, get back up, you know, push the puck forward with my hand, you know, whatever, and grab it. And, you know, uh, my, 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 my incapability of playing hockey. I, I always say I'd be very good at hockey if I could just had I coordinate hand eye coordination, could skate and could shoot. I'd be an excellent hockey. Yeah, besides those things, you know, that kind of important. Yeah, you know, and what I hear. Yeah, I'm a good nacho eater, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, I, I, the, the new arena, well, of course, you know, it's been about like, three or four years now, I can call something like that, right? Yeah. 2009, yeah. I guess, yeah. was the first year. Yeah. And uh, I'm still not, it doesn't have that feel yet. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, the arena was, was, you know, the old igloo. It was just, for all the bitching I did about it through the years, it was just, it was something to it for hockey, right? It doesn't seem like the new place has that. Yeah, and, it was, and my God, I know I sound like the get-off-my-lawn old guy, believe me, but, man, could you turn that music down a little bit? <laughs> a little bit, because I'm half deep to begin with, and if it's blowing my ears out, it's got to be loud. <laughs> but, wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it just seems, uh, I don't know, yeah, it, it, it doesn't say, but I guess young kids go and they figure it out, I don't know, you know. Getting in and out and everything, and bathrooms, I love all that yeah, stuff, right. and the great food, and the whole yeah. bit, you know, love it, but man, uh, it, it just right now, it just, it just doesn't seem to have that, kind of to go far in the playoffs a little bit, and it'll get more of that out, yeah. because they really haven't, you know. As we well know, yeah, <laughs> had some problems the last few years in the playoffs. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. And they and they cut Goncho. I'm sure you heard. I did hear that. Yeah, it makes me sad. I like to see them keep him around like a Billy Jerry kind of role. You know what I mean? Where oh, still on the be, team. It would be still have some kind of something to do with the team. Maybe I mean maybe Don Alonzo. You know, no. I could see him as a consistent coach. Yeah, like, you know, doing something like I could certainly see that. Yeah, it's just kind of someone to help them mold. Well, I, I just think so. He's just done. Yeah. I just think. For his game, you know, with speed and the power play and things like that, I just think it's it's about that's about it. And you know what that's like. I mean, when you were forty one and you were at the top of your your chef game, I mean, you know, you had made your millions at that point, and that's you know, true. and uh, that's true. they're like, Tom, you just don't put the spatula like you used to, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, or handle, you know, you don't. 
you know, the crock pot. You just they gave me an apron that actually said it. that, too. <laughs> As they were showing me the door. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, so now you go be a broadcaster or a podcaster at this point, you know? That's the plan. Yeah. That's the plan. And, and to get guests on the Don't Insult You? That's always going to be. See, you have to understand is that I'm at home with two 20-year-old kids. Yeah. And I get insulted all day long. Well, yeah. And it's, it's, it's literally bullying of an older person. <laughs> and uh, I almost turned them in. But, uh, but, you know, so now when I go out, I, kinda, I, guess I, I guess I reflect that then I become a talker. And you just, you strike back. Yeah, yeah. Back. I mean, it's like, Dad, you're not funny. Dad, shut up. You know, Dad went to dinner. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but uh, It usually ends badly. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm teaching, you know, actually, you know, I've actually written my kids on my Jagoff blog a couple of times. Yeah. And actually, this last couple of weeks, I wrote them. And here's what happened. I am so tired of people. and We're not even into the over and under toilet paper question thing. We're into, well, someone please your oh. toilet paper. Right? How, could you, how could you just sit there and leave the cardboard oh, roll? Or yeah. even more so, get out the roll of toilet paper and sit it on the roll. On the right? this one, you know, so I told my kids, here's how I'm going to fix it. The next time I sit down to the toilet, and and I'm sitting there, and I realize there's no toilet paper. I'm just going to leave my pants and underwear down around my ankles, and I'm going to shuffle into their bedrooms, and I'm going to say, I need some toilet paper. Now, either that or I'm going to selfie them myself and, and text their friends. And, you know, because I can't be my friends. But anyways, I'm going to I'm gonna make it so difficult for them to never forget to change the toilet paper. The alternative will just be so... Yeah. It is, that don't ever do that again. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be putting five rolls. We'll have one of those industrial <laughs> things that have a five roll. It's like they're doing stadium. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so I got to change their hat. So. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, the little things. Yeah. Like the little yeah. things are just, you know, unbelievable. It's like, with, with, as you've blogged about many, many times, drivers, you know, and just some of the things that just can drive me crazy. Turn signals are one thing. It's just, I will never understand. It's really not that difficult to flip on a turn signal. Or, or the folks that even they'll do it, but they're doing it as they're turning. Yeah, See, folks, as they're turning. The right. idea is to tell us before, <laughs> especially if you're going about 60 miles an hour, yeah. that you're going to come right in front of me. Uh, yeah, we're going they go, they cut in front of you, they're halfway across the lane, and then they... And they put that turn signal on yeah. the guy here. They can't flick the turn signal on, but they're quick at the finger when they're... Sure. You know, after you give them the horn, yeah. they'll flick that oh, yeah. faster than the flurry can catch a puck. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or in, in parking lots, whether it's a giant eagle parking lot, a sheets parking lot, oh. and people want to go around 50. You know, not not the best place to go yeah. 50 miles or the Or the jerk... At least in a sheets parking lot, I can buy sheets coffee every day, right? Where the, he has, it's usually in a pickup truck too, where he has to do the 15 point turn so he can back into the parking lot. Oh, yeah. Like, it's difficult yeah. to get out of a sheets parking space. Maybe he has to respond quickly if his beeper goes off. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's a superhero, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I hate? I hate surveilling. Sort of when you have these parking lots, these long parking lots, and people drive diagonally across. It. Oh, yeah. Like, like it's going to. The Absolutely. 4.2 seconds that it's going to take you to go down and make a left hand or, you know, a right angle turn and go up the lane. Like, no, no. Absolutely. These people, are, they're cutting across. And, man, like, Unbelievable. It's, it's, you're not really taking that much off your life. You know, you're not really that much of a race. It drives you crazy. Just, mm-hmm. And then as, as the cold months come, it gets even worse. Oh, yeah. It gets even worse. Plus, when I, I start, usually work early in the morning, a lot of times it's still dark outside. 
And some people seem to think, well, it's really early in the morning. And, you know, there aren't that many cars on the road. And it's kind of dark still, too. So I can do whatever I want. I don't know how many times I see people go through red lights oh, anymore. Yeah. Stop signs, red lights. Forget it. Yeah. Optional. It's just, yeah, it's just optional. It's amazing. It's just, it happens all the time. I see it all the time. Now, you mentioned the sheets, and I think of, there's a local convenience gas place by our house. And the one good thing about winter is that as winter comes, the amount of time the early morning stops of the guy who has a 29-foot trailer full of gas lawnmowers, and he has to fill up, and he, and he parks in front of five gas pumps, oh, and oh, oh, has to fill up all of his buckets, oh, and then go in and get cigarettes and yeah, get coffee and donut and whatever, while the rest of us are sitting there trying to get to work, and he's blocked. Uh, five, five gas pumps. See, uh, at least winter will get rid of that guy, you know, for a while. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's, it's, and then he'll come back around spring when it starts, you know, start cutting grass again. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, at least take that truck, fill it up all your stuff, and then go park it on the side, and then go get your dough, and that's what you're sick for. Nah, because the world pretty much revolves around. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, so water on Mars, what do you think? Well, well, I'll tell you. To deal with that water on Mars, I, I think, think it's getting crazy. crazy. It is. It is getting crazy. Well, uh, the science, and I know you tweet a lot of stuff about. That. Oh yeah, that, yeah I'm telling you, that's that's more exciting to me than going into Home Depot. Because, yeah. You know, I mean, because I actually know. Well, Home Depot, I don't know Jack about. You know, I, I barely know the difference between pliers and a screwdriver, but I. Nor do I. In a, but when when I see those pictures that you tweet out about NASA. Mm. Oh man, it is. Oh, some of the pictures of the Hubble telescope, you know. Oh, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. It makes you just glowing like supernovas. Like, might be redundant, but I think they're all good. So, well, it, it, but it's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it's just, it just, you just wonder there has to be some kind of oh. something else out there. Oh, I, I think so. uh, it's, just, yeah. it's just the engineering feat. Now we have the one spacecraft, spacecraft. They flew past Pluto, right? I mean, that's really far. Yeah, okay. yeah. And taking pictures. Well, the, the curiosity is to still up on Mars. Now taking pictures of Mars, and uh, I think that's one of the ways they found out about uh, the water. But just the engineering feat of building something that can fly billions of light years For away. Ten years or ten years, it's one just keep yeah. going. So ten years ago, they had to take off. So you imagine they had to build that thing to sustain flight. Ten years. Incredible. You know, so way different than me, a guy who bought a sea and calculus. Oh, amazing. It's just incredible. Now, they could be making it all up, too, you know, if you're a conspiracy theorist. There's Photoshop that does a good job on these things. <laughs> no Capricorn 1, for those of you old enough to remember that. You know Capricorn 1? <laughs> Uh, was that the movie where they fake We're going to bring up Logan's Run next? <laughs> yeah. Is that what's next here? Soylent Green? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, for one. You are an old fashioned. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think I'm fascinated. I, I literally would be, if they said we're taking volunteers, enter and wrap when you had to pay 2000 bucks or whatever it would be. I couldn't have a million. I wouldn't, a million wouldn't be reasonable, but they said 2000 bucks to be in a raffle to be one of the first 15 people to go to Mars. I would do it. You would do it? Oh, I, would, yeah. I would do it. Definitely. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I would, that would be pretty do good. That. That's, that's a road trip. Yeah. 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 That <laughs> is a road trip. 
Yeah, and you already get, you know, the, the frequency of urination. That'd be more of an issue, I guess. The frequency of the Wow. But, uh, you know, yeah, uh, but clearly the, uh, whatever that spaceship was that went out around Pluto wasn't built in Pittsburgh because Pittsburghers don't cross more than two bridges. So, <laughs> so, so travel for oh, oh, 10 years. See, uh, no, I think in all those yellow cones up there. So fascinating how smart they're uh, it's just incredible. Well, when you think of the space program in the 60s, from where they started, basically in 19, I say it was 1960 pretty much, and they, the incredible engineering feat to put people on the moon in less than 10, in less than 10 years. Yeah. Just incredible. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. And uh, bring them safely back to home, back, back to Earth. Just, just amazing. Just People that are smart enough to build something that can yeah. travel that far and take pictures and communicate. 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 Just like you and I do on a cell phone, people are communicating back and forth from, or a device is communicating back and forth from Mars or whatever. Yeah. I mean, now I follow the astronaut Scott Kelly, who's up there uh-huh. on the space station. Now, he's up there for a year. Right? He's been up there for a year. So I follow him. He tweets unbelievable pictures of the sunset. But, uh, just, uh, yeah, as you might imagine, incredible pictures of it. And then, you know, I'll say something and, you know, retweet it or whatever. And I'll think, this guy's up in, in space. Yeah. I know. They communicate with, hey, look at that. Right. Isn't that cool? You know, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's just like you being an out seven, your wife being an out nine, you're going, like, where did you say the suit was? Like, that's the kind of communication he's having from space. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much the same thing that me successfully completing, completing that uh, communication. For me, that's kind of a, an engineering feat, too. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just amazing. The smart people we have out there, you know. And sometimes I just can't get my coffee cup lid on correctly without spilling it on myself in the car, you know. That's, that's an engineering feat that I haven't quite mastered yet. But, uh, yeah, I probably five days a week I get toothpaste on my shirt. You know yeah. what I mean? So send me up there. Brushing your shirt again. Yeah. <laughs> it is a nice white shirt. <laughs> yeah, well... And this will probably be the day I end up eating spaghetti or some kind of red sauce thing. But uh, cereal shirt crusher. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. But uh, oh man, it's a, it's a cool time. You know? It really is. It really is. Guys like you and I adopting technology is too much, and I love it. I love it. It's, you know, I, I know some older people our age go, I hate texting, and I, I actually love. I love. It. I do like texting. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, the weird thing is, is though, like 15 years ago, we had these little alpha text pagers that flipped up and you could kind of type a message. And the world has evolved from that little, you know, $50 pager to next cell phones that could direct connect to, uh, you know, other cell phones and then to smartphones. And now everybody's literally using their smartphone to do what the alpha pager did 15 years ago. Yeah. So you're buying a $400, $700 phone to do what the pager did. You know, 15 That's years ago. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 so I love that texting. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Hey, I'm uh, just curious. Did you happen to see the season premiere of Saturday Night Live last night? I, I guess the answer technically yes, but then I fell asleep within about 15 minutes when I saw when I saw what's her name Miley Cyrus come out looking like my shark. Then uh, yeah. pretty much, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I saw them do a Hillary Clinton skit. Yeah, yeah, that was. I kind of wanted to open that. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, and uh, was the show any good? Did you see it? 
Yeah, I did see the whole show. The show I thought the show was pretty good. Yeah. It was a pretty good start to the season. And I've kind of, uh, you know, Miley Cyrus used to wear the Hannah Montana. Yeah, right. right. Um, I'm kind of a fan of hers now. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't, I don't know much about. I mean, I don't know any titles of any songs. No, don't get me wrong. But I mean, she can actually sing. Yeah. And she was on her 40th anniversary show too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, she can actually sing over. And she's she's not bad in the skits and all that. But I thought the the writing was pretty good in the first show. I thought last year they had kind of a down year. You know, I'm a big Saturday Night Live fan. I've been watching it since it's been on. And uh, but yeah, I thought last year was kind of a down year, not their greatest year. And they, they've lost some really good cast members the last few years. And uh, it's pretty much the same cast back. And uh, it was a pretty good show. Yeah. It was a pretty good show. Yeah. Uh, first one out of the game. Fascinating, and it's fascinating. If that was my daughter, I don't know. I don't know what I'd be doing. Anymore. What's the story? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm fortunate that uh, my daughter doesn't get this sharp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see uh, how the season goes for them. And, uh, uh, always been a big fan of the show, though. Forty-one years now. It's Forty-two yeah. season. And uh, speaking of which, uh, last time I watched the Bucko game, tweeting and uh, the old usual deal, right? But um, Jim Brewer from Saturday Night Live is now following me on Twitter. Really? Yeah. And I was, and it said Jim Brewer. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, it's probably not him. It's probably some other Jim Brewer who's an yeah. insurance salesman or something. You know? and I, no, but it was actually him. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. And then uh, he tweeted uh, later about Scherzer throwing out here is against the Mets, and he and Jim okay. him is a uh, uh, Mets fan. He was talking about how good Scherzer is and I said and I, so I tweeted, Yeah, Jim, uh Scherzer he you know hit my my team, the Bucks, earlier this season. Uh, just an awesome picture. And then he favorited it and said, you know, yeah, that guy's so good, you know, and of course he is. Scherzer's just a tremendous there's two no hitters in one year. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, and when right. he with Detroit. Right. Just a terrific picture. But yes, Jim Grew from Sir Esther So thanks for that, Jim. Thanks for the follow. So like he might he probably listened to the podcast. I would think so. I don't see why. I like him. Like well, he does. He does a podcast about about sports, which I didn't know. Yeah. So I have to listen to his podcast. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But funny, funny guy on that live and uh, stand up. I've never seen it live, but it's very good. Yeah. And uh, when he used to do the Joe Pesci thing on SNL, man, absolutely crushed me. <laughs> absolutely funny. And the time that De Niro came out with Pesci when Colin Quinn was playing uh, uh, De Niro, and. Uh, and Jim Brewer was playing uh, Joe Pesci, which is absolutely hilarious. Back in yeah. The uh, oh, man. And I thought the best line from that was when they came out and they were staring, you know, and doing, you know, how they do it. Oh, it's going crazy. And Colin Quinn looks over to Nero. He shakes down. And he goes, Colin Quinn, remote control. From his old show on uh, MTV. Oh, and I, oh, and I just God, cried. Yeah, on. right. That's right. <laughs> uh, what do you think we should do? Now, how, how do we get out of here? Because I didn't realize he... There are probably three or four people lined up to get into this studio right now. I'm assuming. And, like, I didn't bring Sharpie to sign anything. I don't know. Do you think they're... Uh, I don't think that would be a problem. Okay. No, I don't, okay. I don't foresee a problem. Uh, you can you can just do it online now. Oh, okay. No, right. It's a virtual sign. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's crazy. No. I mean, I did tweet out that Garrett Cole going to be here. Oh, you did? So, yeah. You know, I hope that's not a problem. I mean, I hope he's here. Um, you never know. It is a public market. I mean, I'm sure there isn't a sign on the door that says, everyone welcome except Gary Cole. Yeah. You know, they don't want to upset him right before the big playoff. Yeah. 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 Plus, he looks like kind of a tough guy when I'm going to mess with him. Yeah, you know, that is one funny – that's funny you say that. that 
most pitchers, you know, you kind of think, ah, I could pick. <laughs> but Garrett Cole, like, he looked like I he, mess- in retirement, he'd go into MMA fighting. <laughs> kill somebody. He looked like a competitor. Yeah. Whether he was playing tennis or even yeah. golf, you know, he just seems like, I'm not here to win. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't even want to play long dark. <laughs> yeah. <I wouldn't. laughs> no, not with that arm. No, <laughs> no, no sorry. I want fun. <laughs> But yeah, Cole, he just he just seems like a throwback type of a pitcher, like a Bob Gibson type, you know, with that growl, like you know, I'm gonna strike you out and you're gonna be gone. Yeah. You know? And then he and then I heard about how he worked on his hitting in the offseason with the coaches and everything, and he got better as a hitter. And he, he's just a complete player of mine. Yeah. He's just a big fan. Big fan. Yeah. You think the Pirates will keep Milwaukee? That is a great question, especially because of of course Gunn's injury. Yeah. So I don't know. That is, I, is is his contract over after this season or is it next season? I can't I can't get that straight. You know what? I actually I, just, I thought it would I thought it was next season. I think yeah. it I but think it had this year. I think that's his option. Yeah, that's right. right? That's right. So I it would be better for the Pirates having that extra year, of course, so they can find out if Gunn is yeah, coming right. back. And of course Ramirez, as we know, is retiring, so that takes care of that. Still have Josh. And Gung's, I think Gung's health is really the, the linchpin of this whole... And I have his mental health not, you know, strike by this. You know, I mean, you know, it's, now you don't want to stand there and you, you get, get a little... A valid point, you know, but I'm nervous about having that happen again. They talked to Neil, um, Neil Huntington about that on his show on Greg Brown. We were talking to Greg Brown, everybody, a couple of weeks ago. And he was saying that uh, he's a mentally tough guy. And he, uh, you know, looking forward to it. But, you know, how they always say that. Even the say. Yeah. They always say that. I really believe it about this guy. I mean, he just seemed to me during the course of the year that he didn't, nothing really seemed to fluster him. Yeah. He had, you know, kind of a, a slow start. But then he said, he said, okay, I figured it out a little bit. And I, like, I know I'm good. I know I'll figure it out. And he did. And he was tremendous, as we know. And he just seemed to me like an unflappable guy. Like he has that, that single-mindedness of purpose. And like a disciplined guy, because when you would see some of the plays he would make in the infield, especially, he was a incredibly good athlete. I think his core strength must be just be amazing. Yeah, because right. Some of the throws he could make and everything, some of the balls he could get to, which I thought he was, was pretty underrated. But I, I think Gunn will be back uh, better than ever. Yeah, uh, I mean that was a heck of a Yeah, yeah. So, as long as he doesn't get rushed back, which I don't think will happen. Uh, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. And what an exciting player. He made so many grand slam and so many uh, He made the season even more fun. Yeah, no doubt about it. Just kind of this unknown entity came in. Yeah, he makes him a lot. Yeah, yeah, he kind of just messed right in there. So anything else you want to mention before we wrap it up here? No, man, I appreciate the invitation. I, I literally was, uh, I had tickets to go to Paris. Said, hey, you did. Come out. And I'm like, I can't make the plane to Paris. Um, you made the right decision. I, I feel it. It's, um, yeah. You got maple cookies out of it. Do they have those in Paris or in the beach? I would, I would say no. no I'm a chef. I know they're all. I would, I would, I would, <laughs> they're all out. I got pushed all, all that. What do you yeah. Do? But uh, no, I, I always appreciate the couple sitting there and podcast. We're going to start a podcast, I think, at some point. Jack up Jack. Oh, is that right? And we still have to have a, on one of our videos. Oh, yeah. Anytime, you just let me know. Yeah, we have to. Be yeah, happy to do it. Whatever it is. If, you, if it's your brogies. Uh, do you want me to cook turkey? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sure. sure. You know, uh, Let's do that. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll try to get something in, 
God willing, the Pirates get in the playoffs, and so we can have playoff cookies. Yes. Oh, that, that's a great idea. No. So great idea. Exactly. But they don't go in the playoffs, uh, the Steelers. Steelers, yeah. Steelers, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Maybe we'll cook hockey bucks. <laughs> I, I've, I've cooked a few hockey <laughs> They didn't start out as hockey bucks, but the end result, they were hockey bucks. Well, I'm starting out with hamburgers on July 4th. So, yeah. Yeah. The raw meat turned into hockey bucks. Yeah, well, speaking of the hockey pucks, the, uh, the uh, good percentage of the Pittsburgh steak eaters like the medium well and well done steak. <laughs> so they're kind of eating a hockey puck by the time. <laughs> well, thanks again to my special guest today, John Chamberlain from the jagoff.com. Cook, speak, pierogi, and hoagie work. Now, it's kind of like the presidential. Once you're president, you're referred to as a president for the rest of your life. Wow. So now you're referred to as a cook, speak, pierogi, and award winner. Pierogi and Hoagie Award winner. Uh, pretty much uh, until you pay me off or or the rest of your life, whichever comes first. You mean I don't have to pay you to keep the name? I mean, I, would, I thought that would not still Yeah, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why that guy in the black room is going to my house every fifth of the month? That's after show talk. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know, Oprah did the after okay. show. I'm sorry. That's for the after show. I like John Stewart. That's the after show online thing. That's going to wrap it up, folks, for John Chamberlain from com. Cook Steve Broken, Hell's Award winner. Here's the Pittsburgh Public Market. This is Chef Tom Soap for the Cook Steve Podcast on Sunday, October 4th, 2015, they tell me. And uh, see you next week. There's water on Mars. Bye. Mm-hmm.